kick into it. This is again very prepared, not off the top of the head. Um, Love that. Danny the Elden Lord. Danny has beaten the Elden Ring. Beautiful. This is kind of stolen from a Doughboy's version of a song parody. I don't even know which one. <laughs> Great work, Danny. Thanks, You've done man. It. I've You've done, done it. You've done it. He is I have... the Elden Lord. Maybe. I don't know so how good. it ends, actually. It feels so I, good. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Eh, no. Who cares? Who cares? I, mean, I didn't actually become... I got one of the endings where I didn't become the Elden Lord. I became the Space Lord or something. <laughs> Which okay, was I have no way idea cooler. That, in no my idea opinion. what that means. Uh, the sounds cool. Can't wait to get there. Oh my god, it was so satisfying, dude. Like I, I like legit this week. Because when did I beat it? Um, like on Thursday or Friday, I believe. Yeah. And I like set the controller down, and like the next day I went to like let me just try some other stuff, and I did do a few other things. But I'm like, I feel I haven't felt like satisfied with a game like this in a long time where it's like I could play this again and I have started a new game plus, but I'm like, you know what? I feel good. I feel good with, I put in 111 hours or something like that to beat it. Nice. And I'm like, this feels extremely satisfying and gratifying. It just felt good, dude. Yeah. I, when you texted me, what I actually sent to you, was honestly after like 20 minutes of editing myself <laughs> down to not seem insane uh because i was really like i was like i think danny needs to understand that like i'm not joking but if i write too much no matter what i say he's gonna think i was yeah um, yeah because yeah. i had a lot going on i was like this is legitimately like something that i'm proud that you did because i know how rewarding the experience was because yeah. I'm inside of the experience as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and like for people who are playing the game and are liking it as much as me and you are, like, I was like, hell yeah. You fucking, this is great. This is a good, like to me, I'm like, this is just cool because this game is so amazing. So good. I think I, I beat, no, I did, I beat every major boss i beat every major every every shard bearer every every boss that had like a shard of the Elden ring i beat everyone and you don't have to beat all of them you you the only Wait. requirement is four technically because you have are those two, the great runes yeah because two of them you need to get into the capital to continue that main quest and then you have to beat two more through that process you know what's crazy how little i actually understand the game oh god the just uh, they can't like in the future like i would like i'm like i'm all i'm doing now is like and it's a very similar process to what i went through with skyrim where like after the fact i just consumed and consumed and consumed just lore story either through yeah. through videos or through like a wiki or something, just like consumed lore about the game because it just 
you know, rounded it out for me. It was interesting enough. And I just like, I wanted to know more. I'm like, there's a, there's a solid like lore. It's also like weird, but it's like George, the meme is like, Oh, George R. R. Martin basically just came up with the names and they all happen to be names that start with his initials. When you, when you think about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, oh, but there's actually like a story to like how the family tree breaks out and how like the shattering happened and why each person's oh, yeah. in their region and stuff. It's very interesting. I mean, it's but the game does a horrible job, horrible job explaining it to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like every time I'm doing anything and like something, I'm like, wait, am I in a quest? And then you're just like. Should I have killed them then, or should I have not killed them then? I got something from it, but was this the thing I needed? I don't know. Usually, it's uh, there's no real negative unless it's like NPCs that you kill, right? Um, but if it's so, like a boss fight, yeah, just go for it. I just crazy thing uh, that I heard on a podcast: um, if you kill merchants, you get their bell bearing, yeah, and you can then give it to the ha- whatever the hags the husks husks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have a great summer is what i meant um and they have all of the stuff that that person had and i was like oh i'm assuming it's hard as shit to kill those merchants and i accidentally loaded in and hit the merchant because i loaded in accidentally pressing attack and yeah that merchant one-shotted me and i'm like 100 140 (laughs) is my uh level Um, it's a great game yeah yeah what's what's my what's your vigor i was gonna ask 37 or 38 that's pretty high that's pretty high well it's because i i respect uh i was kind of messing around with some faith stuff some arcane stuff and then i was like realizing I haven't invested enough in it and now I'm too far into strength, dexterity, vigor. And so then I respect to be more purely strength, dexterity, vigor. Um, Okay. And now I'm realizing uh, all of my weapons are underpowered for where I am now. Yeah. Every one of them, they were all melting through everything until this I mean, I think I'm in the difficulty spike that everyone has been talking yes, about. Yes, probably. Yeah, if you're in the if, if you're in the snow, the mountaintop of the giants or whatever, I'm one. That's where I'm all a little of a sudden bit past it's like, the giant. I, I got that big boy giant. Oh, you got the and big now boy. I'm into the next place, and I'm oh, like, oh, you're in the. I'm fucked. Quick spoilers. Uh, you're in Karam, the the floating castle thingy. <laughs> what? I'm in crumbling Azul. Yeah, crumbling Azul. Azul. Yeah, yes, that that. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. I don't even know if that's right. Screw the area. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Um, it's there, it's really brutal. There's a uh, a super cool boss fight that like you would totally miss because you have to jump off one of the edges. I'll send you a video of like how to get there, and you bu- it's completely optional. So maybe do it after you beat it or something. I don't know. I mean, I can't even beat that dragon. I spent like two hours on that. The like, but then then I was just it's, like, it's an this awesome is, dragon fight. It. Is Very it cool? It's super cool because I can't do jack shit to this dragon. Tried yeah. every every weapon. I've tried all the combos of weapons I have that are. Did good. you have you gotten a? Uh, did do you have a mimic tier like the? I mimic? have a level ten mimic tier. Okay, perfect. Fully then, maxed out. 
Yeah, you, you have to. You have to do it. I don't know how some of these people are like, ah, I don't use a mimic tier. I'm like, wow, how? It's the how only do you beat viable option for anything <laughs> is using the mimic tier. I mean, I'm sure you get good enough. You can do it on your own, but like. Well, I'm not no, going I'm to not do, gonna that. do all of that. I'm I've already gonna... played like 80, 90 hours and I still can't fucking do it right ever. I'm always <laughs> terrible in every single thing. It's crazy because I went like I briefly did start that new game plus and in like an hour and a half I had beaten beaten Ranala. So I had gone through Jeez. Stormvale, gone through in like one one session I did Margit and Godfrey and then I went and then I just like booked it to to Ranala, the the Clintstone Academy yeah. and beat those two bosses there pretty quickly too. I was like, "Oh, snap. I'm decent at this game now." <laughs> I yeah. get why people are saying like these are so easy. They're not. They're not easy. You just put in so much time that you get better. Wow. You put in a hundred hours or something and you improve on it somewhat. Yeah. I mean, you know, much like uh, you know, the off-referenced um Macklemore, ten thousand hours feels like ten thousand days, feels like ten thousand weeks. I don't know. Something about he has some dumbass song about doing stuff for time. This has got to be like three weeks in a row you reference Macklemore now. I'm actually trying to now. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing how, how many times I can bring it back to, um, or rather, Return of the Mac, so to speak. God damn it. You can't reuse that one. That's Have I cheap. used that one again? Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, um, but... The when reason you're on I the receiving more yeah. is because I'm getting into our agenda, Danny. Welcome to the DMGT Welcome podcast. Welcome to the DMGT podcast. Um, we're doing a deep dive on the heist two mm-hmm. today. <laughs> the second heist, because there's two of them. Um, we're not. Split up but here. We were, uh, that, uh, the Macklemore is uh, insanely a Grammy Award winning artist, and the Grammys were this week. So we're going to talk very briefly about how me and Danny more or less missed them. Uh, the Grammys were this week? Forgot that they existed. What? And there's also some insane things about the Grammys. Uh, Twitter, uh, adding an edit, and there's some other Twitter news. Um, uh, Danny wanted a little bit of a palate cleanser conversation. Yeah. So we'll talk some Lego Star Wars, and I think we'll probably end up with some Steam Deck because we realized we didn't talk about it last week. Correct. Um, but first, Danny, Lego me up. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker uh, collection or legacy or something. Saga uh, or something. Saga. The, Sty- the Skywalker saga. Uh, I've only ever played one other Lego game in my life, and I don't remember what it was. It was on the PS2, but very fun. But so we, I beat Elden Ring, and and I was like, Man, this was awesome. I did it. I feel good about it, but I don't want to be playing a game this intense all the time, right? Like I need oh, a, yeah. and, and I'm sure you'll feel this way after you you beat it as well. So I, I like I loaded up MLB 21 and I like basically my last like 3 4 gaming sessions have been exclusively playing baseball because I'm also like getting hyped up for the baseball mm-hmm, season. Mm-hmm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. get the new one, but anyways. And I was looking at some of the gameplay for for Lego uh, Star Wars, and I was like, this looks fun, man. This looks super fun. It's Lego. It's Star Wars. It looks relatively easy going on the gameplay. And I think it's just like a nice little like balance to just the grueling, rewarding, but grueling experience that Elden Ring has been, right? Like, yeah. I can't fathom like going from this right into like 
a Bloodborne if I wanted to try that out or right into a Sekiro if I wanted to try it out, right? Because maybe it makes sense if like, you know, the combat, I'm used to the combat now and like keep keep that going. But I'm also like, no, nah, man, I just kind of want to chill with my next game for a bit. You know, it's funny is my the last games I've played, I 100% at Hades and then I went <laughs> right into Returnal. Yeah. And then I went right into Elden Ring and... Danny, I'm pretty sure I am going to go right into like Bloodborne or Sekiro. Like I'm going to continue to punish myself because this is maybe the only way I can feel. You know what you should do? You should do the uh, the Demon Souls remake because that's also specifically for to PS5. do that too. Yeah, yeah. That If I was going to go with something, I'd probably go there just because I've heard good things about the remake. I'm not super interested, to be honest. Um, and like going into some of the other from software games, old old ones. Nah, I'm not. Not nah. they're gonna either get remastered like the Demon Souls, or I'll never play them. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. As my tradition, old games look like shit, play like shit. I don't care if you like them. I had didn't play them, so I won't like them. Yeah, uh, and like if Elden Ring is like the accumulation of all like the combat systems and everything. I'm like, Oh, those are going to feel like really bad. So no, thank you. But either way, I'm like, Oh, Lego star Wars just feels like a, like a fun time, like a chill time. I know it's like, ah, Skywalker again, but it's like, yeah, but it's star Wars. So like I'm into it and it's Legos and and it's Legos. You know, it's fun. It's fun. So you're enjoying your time. Yeah. I haven't picked it up yet. It, it oh, literally okay. just la- it literally just launched today, I think, uh, or as we're recording. So it's a fresh launch. I'm pro- I think I'm gonna look if it's on Game Pass. I'm just gonna do Game Pass. Smart. And try Smart. It there. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting good reviews. I'm I I'm, I'll probably watch watch a couple vids about it and see if uh, I want to buy it. And the answer is I'm not going to. But if it ever becomes cheap, I might pick it up. Yeah, I mean you, I promise you that one will be like a PlayStation Plus collection one that you can download Uh, a year later that's kind of what i'm thinking and i'll probably save it and then forget that i ever saved it and forget to play it that's that's i mean that's just how that's me the the paradox of choice right oh yes um yes the uh the paradox of choice the man in the cave whatever the philosophy is on that i don't know yeah i don't know (laughs) just that one phrase is all i'm really familiar with yeah I'm going to give it a try. It'll be fun. And then other, otherwise, like, maybe Kirby. Maybe Kirby. Um, that looks fun, too. Uh, and then and then at some point, I'll probably look into the Destiny expansion. But uh, it's, man, Elden Ring has been such a good time. Such a good time. Such a joy in such a not joyful world. Yeah. And I mean that in terms of the game and also the world. Both. Both. Yeah. I also I never want to deal with uh, from software fans ever again. They're they're the worst. What are you? What they're you getting worst. in fights? What? No, what I mean like I post a video and just like on TikTok, it's like, oh, I like this thing. I wish they added this thing. Like you're an idiot. You're an idiot for ever suggesting that they could add something to the game. It's gonna ruin division. I was like, well, man, okay, all right. And like I love seeing like all the uh, from software or like all the Elden Ring videos pop up on my uh, TikTok feed. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's funny. And then just all the comments like, oh, you're using the blood rivers of blood. Oh, Brio, you don't use this. Oh, I can't believe you're using magic. Oh, I would, okay. Whatever. I would say Shut up. that 
the people you're seeing, Danny, remember, are just the people that are unfortunately that way. And I would say oh, yeah. most of them aren't the people of real life. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, yeah. I would only yeah. interact with them in, in real life. If you want to talk about games like that in real life, I, yeah. I highly Way doubt better. anybody would be like that that would actually be comfortable yeah. talking to you in real life about it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying this as like a toxic <laughs> hit situation. I'm just saying that like that type of discourse online only exists online. Keep my game's name out your effing mouth. I don't know what the reference okay, is. Well, uh, good job, good job. I was testing, testing nice your resolve. You're trying to testing bait me. Resolve. You're trying to bait me. Easy, easy. Uh, uh, Twitter, Twitter adding an edit button. And it is super light, super light. Speaking of, you know, social media trolls and stuff. It, I, it boggles my mind that this is something that Twitter's had that much of a hard time adopting. Just an edit so button. Long. Just like an edit button. Because every other social media platform and every every other platform has figured out the problem that Twitter's like, ah, wow, well, then you can just like say whatever the hell you want and then edit it later after your tweet, tweet's been embedded. I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. So you have a changelog and an edit edited thing, just like everyone else does. Super simple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I deleted Twitter from my phone. Um even though I didn't go on it that much, but it's just, I was like, oh, I legitimately don't care about Twitter even more than I thought when I opened (laughs) it up. And I was like, oh yeah, this sucks. Um, But uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of people upset about it, is what it sounds like. (laughs) People are upset about the edit? I haven't seen any of that. Oh, I don't know. I just assume. Okay. Well, I mean, people are always upset about something, so that could be it. Uh, No, it's just like, oh, you know what? It's only going to be they're 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 trial running it right they're okay. trial running it on Twitter Blue subscribers specifically so like I forgot Twitter has like this subscription thing that you can give them money and you get like super follows or some bullshit really dumb so maybe that's what it is but it's like mm. yeah but who cares at least they're finally moving forward to it forward with it finally it's just a dumb thing where it's like people. Especially in like, in well, not right now, but like as a product person who's like always thinking about like what people are saying based on like the things that they're doing. Like, right, people have been screaming about this for a long, long time, and it's such a like an easy win, like usability wise. It's always one of those where it's like it's such an easy win, usability wise. Easy wins, they don't exist. Come on, come on. I bet, do, you the reason, I bet you the reason they didn't change the edit button faster is because whoever wrote the postcode, the publishing code, yep. someone would have to rewrite line by the line it thing. and right. rewrite the entire thing. And everybody was just passing that hot potato around for the years that that's, it took to get it there. That's 100% what and then it was. Someone something like that. threw their hands up into the air and was like, all right, fine, fine. Give it to me. Put me in a room for two weeks. (laughs) Don't let me out. (laughs) And then they did it, and it's fine. Yeah, totally fine. It's just such a silly thing. Like, who cares, right? But I don't know. I feel like that's a good, like, use case. And it's going to be very interesting. Like, whenever they finally add it and, like, 
six months after after the fact. It'll be such a fascinating because I'm a nerd, so like it'll be such a fascinating like use case for like or a case study for building something that people scream at you about and do they actually use it or is it just like like a uh uh akin to like a safety bag feature where it's like yeah no we're not actually going to use it but you kind of have to have it there yeah i think it'll probably be something that after it initially comes out no one remembers didn't exist like you know like within like six months um and yeah, it's it's one of yeah, it's those types of things like yeah, they never have a huge payoff and that's why often I feel like they're what people focus on the least cuz yeah. it's like, oh, these people were really upset about not having an edit button. Well, we added an edit button and let me check the numbers and up, oh, we still have the exact same amount of upset people, but it's slightly shifted and this new group of upset people have re- already replaced the edit upset. Boo-hoo. Millions of people <laughs> use my application and they have things to say about it. Well, hey, if there's one person who doesn't listen to the opinions of the people that are telling him to do different things, uh, well, that person just joined the board. Uh, Mr. Dumb Idiot Carboy. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even want to... I don't even know what to say. Like, I saw that and I'm like, this is... This is stupid. This is I so saw that stupid. and I said, "Yeah, okay, that makes sense." <laughs> but it, yeah, but it also does make sense. It's just literally <laughs> like the richest man on that's ever existed, not wanting to uh, be made fun of on Twitter, and he just goes, "Oh, I'll just do the the thing that I'm supposed to do, which is buy it. force my way onto the board by buying more of the stock." Insane, insane. Yeah, of course. It's like, why wouldn't? But why wouldn't? That's exactly what. That's what we've taught to do. I <laughs> love it. I love it. It's it's going to be weird to see what happens there. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, Twitter, there's always been everyone saying Twitter's going to die, and it is unkillable, I think. It like, is I unkillable. Think Twitter it is, is some weird magic of stupidity and anger that you cannot get rid of. But it's also, it's it has just enough utility it has just enough usefulness just enough because like nba twitter like for nba or for sporting news in general is like unmatched Danny, you cannot could, get the speed of sports news on twitter like anywhere else could i be honest with yeah. you about one thing yeah and it's gonna really show you how deeply uninvolved in twitter i have always been sure when you say like nba twitter yeah do you mean like you search Chicago Bulls on Twitter? Or is there a, something that I don't understand and it's not a hashtag and it's not just searching for that content? No, a little bit of both. So when I, okay, good. That's, this is a good, this is a good question because I don't mean specifically like interacting with randos on Twitter because there's, there's so much noise. There's so a sure. shit ton of noise, but just the speed, like, verified and reputable um sporting reporters okay i think specifically like they're the the way that you have access and communication to them as a fan makes the whole thing a little bit more alive and then you throw in that the athletes themselves will interact with these people with each other or with you on the rare occasion 
is like this weird hodge combination where it's like it's not even i don't even no one even uses hashtags anymore not really like that's not really a thing anymore on twitter it's just because the algorithm got updated right enough where it's like if i say the white Sox, it'll just feed it to people who follow or who have liked white Sox shit in the past Okay, but, so it's really it's really like so I'm a reputable source. I'm posting or not reputable. I'm a media personality. I'm yeah. posting, hey, Frank Thomas coming out of retirement, all of his weird, not really uh testosterone, but yeah. thing that they're trying to make you think is testosterone totally worked. He's down a hundred pounds and his bones work again. Yep. And then you would go on there and say, Frank Thomas is um my favorite, I can't wait to see the big bat swing again. And then Correct. Frank Thomas can come in there and say, Danny, thank you for that. I love my bat. And that it'd be, you are now in White Sox Twitter. Fantastic example, because that's exactly how it would go down potentially. The other thing is, it's very fun. It's very fun. The other thing, specifically in these like sub communities where like I have filtered out all the caca, poo poo, pee pee stuff of like <laughs> politics and anger and shit. Yeah. Because whatever. Ugh, I, oh, I yes. don't care. All sports fandom is super, super chill. Oh, yeah. Chill super chill. Pro, yes. Yeah. They're very chill. Productive. Uh, but it's just, it's the real time, right? It's the real time. I feel like right. I'm defending Twitter here, even though it's like bad. Objectively, I mean, it bad like place. You are. Yeah. Objectively, bad place. But. Just the real time reactions to things when people like generate uh, memes and stuff, it's it's so good. That's why an edit button, I think, would just like amp things up. Like, oh, yeah. you edited this, you stupid idiot, blah, blah, blah. There's and, definitely like, going to be a lot of like edit memeing going on. Oh, there's going to be so much edit um, memeing. Yeah. It's Which, gonna be, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And, and that's terrible. The, thing. the farther we stray away from fun with the internet, the worse the world has gotten. Um, the internet should not be what it has become. It should be all of the fun parts. One of my favorite subreddits at this point, non-political Twitter. Like it's... It's, it's specifically like, called non-political It's called non-political Twitter, Twitter and oh, yeah. it's just screenshots of tweets that are in no way political. <laughs> And then people get very frustrated if anything becomes or is quasi-political. It has to all basically be shitposting. And let's get back to it. That's what I love, man. Yeah, that's what I want. I want more of that. See, I think I have personally found it easier to curate my feed to be more like that. Whereas, like, I think it's harder to do that on, like instagram and facebook and even i feel like reddit you could probably do it to some reddit degree, but it's has, like really hard as to. i said reddit has gotten way too reactive it's way too quick to start shoving shit in your face now right. or or tiktok tiktok is also well. pretty good about it so yeah well hey um for all you edit fans congratulations and all you edit not fans sorry for your loss sucks to suck sucks to suck if you're upset about it I'm upset about you. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Um, oh, Danny, boy. I'm going to give you a bit of an aside because I forgot to put it on the agenda. Yeah. So I, I've been wanting to talk about this and had oh, you yes. took up my offer. I, was, I, was, I, I, I think I offered, I'll do a solo one today if you want to just take a break for yourself. Or maybe I didn't actually send it, but no, I thought about not. it. No. But I had an idea of what I was going to talk about. And what I was going to talk about is what I would say is my best tech purchase 
of so far this year. Okay. And I'm down. it is specifically around my Kindle. So I've been a I'm Kindle in. person for a long time because um, I hate books and publishers and I want to ruin everyone's money. It's going to be such a great clip. I hate books. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But uh, I know that it's, um, I'm not supposed to talk about having a Kindle. I'm supposed to say that I still buy books because people think Kindles are bad. I don't know how many people still care, but whatever. I have a Kindle and it has brought me back to reading over the last six or seven years. And it was good. 30 bucks because I got it used and it still works and it's a great investment. Books are like nine bucks. Um, and they're very easy to get. Uh, but one thing that was always frustrating to me is I never splurged for some of the more fancy Kindles. I have the very basic Kindle that has a backlight. It's the first generation of the backlight Kindles. And one thing that I always was considering was some of the nicer Kindles have buttons on them. So you can kind of more easily like, flip your pages right yeah. but those are all like three four times more expensive like 200 300 bucks and i'm like uh, no that's pretty dumb this is not broken this used kindle still <laughs> i never charge it and it always works like and it's like why what why do i need to change things but what was happening is since i've gotten the kindle i almost exclusively read in bed before mm. going to sleep it's like my one part of my process to get sleepy I put my phone down, I read my Kindle, and I fall asleep, usually while holding my Kindle. I love where this is going. Um, and so I would hit myself in the head <laughs> with my Kindle a lot. Um, and then it would shock oh, yeah. me, and I would like, my heart would sometimes start beating, you know, like as if someone punched me because, you know, I'm asleep, someone yeah. hits you, you're, I can't see, you know, I'm like basically night blind, like, legitimately like i shouldn't drive at night um like uh oh boy i recently was in the car oh, driving no. at night and i asked christine i was like hey can you see like the lines of the road and she was like what and i was like never mind i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> you it left a vehicle it you left a vehicle mid-drive to be fair it was like downpouring in chicago and like you can't see the lines okay. when it does that but it's very bad for me and i you shouldn't just- I usually don't. It was just accidentally happened. Like I usually follow the lights. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, so I can't see at night. So I always get very scared. So I was like, I want to see if I can solve this problem. What have you tried in the past? So I've tried like different positions of sleeping. Mm. I've tried like different ways of holding the Kindle, propping the Kindle up, you know, looked into different cases that could maybe help like sit it up. But then it's like, it's, it's never, it's never worked out. Correct. Oh, I've also had the, um, <laughs> my initial try was I got the lay down and read glasses, oh which are God. just like a mirror system that the you put mirror on your glasses. Face, and then you're like laying down completely flat, but you're still being able to read your Kindle like that's up <laughs> on your belly, like pointed up. And I did that for a while, but then I think I fell and <laughs> they broke. And oh like no. The mirror shattered. Um, they did work, to be fair. Like, they accomplished... Like, that was one thing where it's like, it's the dumbest shit ever, but it did exactly what it said it would do, and it did it perfectly. Like, and it was, like, it was, like, dumb, funny, 
That's mostly I got it for a joke, but then I didn't use it for a while, and it was awesome. If it's dumb, if it's dumb and it works, it's not yeah. dumb. I mean, Christine would sometimes use it just to go on her phone while she was laying on the floor <laughs> because her back hurt. Uh, oh it's, yeah, it, clever, it's a, clever. It, it is a better way of looking at your phone in bed or sitting down. Sure. Like it's better to do just completely the back. But anyway, so that was four way the first first try, and it, it lasts for a bit. But then I was just kind of adrift right trying to figure it out and i was like okay well maybe what i'll do i'll get like uh an ipad stand that i can like put onto my bedside table and kind of like have like an arm so i can put my kindle in a set position i thought you were gonna get like a giant 50 inch kindle and like tape it to your ceiling that could have been as well that could have been as well but i I decided to focus on the arm and I got the arm right. And it's like super fucking intense. Like this thing could hold like a, a baby. Like, Oh, it's like insanely overpowered for like a seven ounce Kindle. But so it's like, it's like I struggle to adjust it. I have to, it's like fighting with like a metal snake. Like it's really not easy. So So it's like one of these, you know, it's, it's like, no, it's more intense than that. Like it's not as easy to move. That's crazy. Um, so I have it like attached to my little bedside table because I have very small bedside tables because my room is super narrow. And so I, I did that and I was like, this is nice. Um, this is nice. This doesn't solve my problem still because I am still struggling with my Kindle a little bit because I have to touch the Kindle still to, to change the, the pages. Oh, boy. So then further research. And I found <laughs> this is a... $30 thing that there's only one of them, one maker that I could find and I had to buy it from like the actual manufacturer's website. So I couldn't find it anywhere else that you put onto your Kindle and it has an RF uh, like radio signal and you have a controller in your hand and you press the controller ah. button and it mimics a finger and it turns the page of your Kindle. Wow. So now, if you catch me reading, it is laying down flat like I'm in a coffin in my bed with the Kindle directly over my face, suspended over like two feet, like two feet away from the, the bedside table. And then I have under my covers, snug as a bug, my controller, and I am reading. And so I fall asleep now and don't wake up from my Kindle because there's nothing hitting me in the face. I've solved yeah. the problem. And it is legitimately the best purchase of tech that I have made this year so far. You godless heathen fighting gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's dumb. It's the dumbest purchases. And it's like Christine, I think, is embarrassed about it. And she should be. <laughs> But I'm not, and I'm like, I'm doing it, I'm doing Kindle the best possible way, and it cost me like $35. No, no, man, I love this stuff. I love this stuff because it's like, like this is this is why. This is what I'm into. This is why I'm into tech because sometimes yeah. it's just like the quality of life, really dumb, silly things where it's like, okay, but it's like your use case so specifically, yeah. but like you find a way to like, combine a few different things it's awesome i mean love I love that i, I love that love it and um I've, it's actually weirdly enough 
because it's so easy for me to fall asleep with it, I I actually find myself being able to focus more on reading and I'm actually reading a little bit longer before I fall asleep, which is good because um it's taken me I used to be a the kid who would like read a book in a day without really trying just because I liked reading. Yeah. Um but now all of our friends that read books um really make me embarrassed for how slow I read books cuz it it'll take me a good 2 months to read a book that should definitely take me a week at most but I only read in like 5 to 7 minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> so it just takes a long time to get through it. What what is what is the appropriate amount of time for people to read books, right? Because I'm not Well, I'm Kindle also- sometimes tells you it's so rude. It'll like give you give an estimate of how long it's going to take you to read the book based on how quickly you turn pages. Oh and I'm my just like, goodness. shut the fuck up. I don't up. need to see you that. Don't know me. Don't gamify I'm my like, reading. Come on. Um <laughs> so it's yeah, no, it's uh it's rude. But anyways, can't wait to get back into it tonight. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, you would be so comfortable just like laying I'm there. I'm extremely and, comfortable. It's oh insane. Oh my god. I got to pay awesome. someone to animate this. I mean, I want to clip this and get, pay someone to animate that. That would be <laughs> hilarious. I mean, it it was one of those things where once I finally got it all cuz it took like 3 months for the <laughs> Yeah, thing see to come. like well, like it, it just, took me forever for it all to get here and then I was like took me a long time to figure it out. It was definitely like kind of touch and go for a minute. I was like, I think I this sucks, but now I'm like, oh, it's just very particular. So a lot of adjustments to make and um it's all it's fun stuff. There you go, man. You start a company. You've you basically discovered an idea. Well, I mean someone else discovered the idea because both of these things existed. Yeah, but together? Ah. Who knows? I maybe I could drop sell dumb Kindle accessories. There you go. Ninety percent of products are drop sold, so coming soon to a DMGT store near you. Yeah, yeah, on I, the internet. Yeah, it'd be hard to get them because I, I think it was TikTok maybe talked about the little clicker thing, and that's why it was like impossible to find. Yeah, that's the thing about TikTok, man. Like you imagine being like one of like an Etsy store or something, and like just just makes a niche thing like that. It's just like. Not super crazy, not super high volume. It's just like you and someone else maybe helping you out. And then like someone makes a TikTok. I love this. Cool. But also like, oh, can't keep up with all of this all of a sudden. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, it's not like it's going to be sustained for a long period of time. It's just like a huge burst all at once. Flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but hey, shouts out to whatever that tool is. I don't remember what it's <laughs> called. Don't remember where I bought it. Can't even really explain what it actually is because I didn't really. I it's something with radios. I don't know. It's probably like an <laughs> RFI. That's kind of I don't thing. know. I, I put RF out there. I thought that was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure RF reader, true. pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Radio radio frequency reader. I don't yeah, even know. Kindle's I mean, who knows? That. Yeah, who knows? It might also be like stealing my credit card information. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, I mean. Everyone's got our our credit card information still. Enjoy at it. At this point, at this point, it's fine. That's a good one, man. I like that. That's that's very cool. I haven't yeah. had like a tech building thing moments like that in a while, so that's fun. Hey, I love hearing that. It's just like a Lego, you know. And you make a Star Wars with it. Yeah, I don't know. I was uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Danny, the Grammys a- the existed. Grammys. 
Oh boy. Um, you know what? I wasn't mad. Like I, I, I saw it because someone made it. I saw a TikTok that was talking about John, John Baptiste winning uh, album of the year, which was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a pleasant surprise. Like it's not like, you know, an album with which. I mean, I'm not saying this is wrong or or any other, but I'm like, it's not an album with like or an artist that has like a hundred million monthly listeners. You know, it's like John Baptiste has. A million or something like that? Not that many. On Spotify, at least. Um, and I'm like, oh, cool. This is... I remember listening to this album and, like, not really coming back to it that much, to be honest. But... Yeah, yeah. I like John Baptiste. Um, and I think... Is he still called... Does he still go by Baptiste. John Baptiste, Baptiste and the Stay sorry. Human? No, just bom- John Baptiste. Okay, it's just John Baptiste now. If the Stay Human was his, I guess, his backing band yeah. earlier on. I really liked it when when he was making stuff with them um not to say he's really yeah. changed the sound all that much but um i think it's cool he's cool i think yeah. he's fun and he's funny and he's like maybe the only good part of the uh, <laughs> the late show with stephen colbert shots fired wow. i think i think i think stephen colbert is completely misused as a late night host of this ilk um yeah i just i it i understand why he did it because it's a job that he can have until he never has to have a job again and it's not probably as punishing to do as like yeah, it's not as the intense. character right of the colbert rapport and especially he got out like right at the right time to oh man probably save his mental health and him and Stuart, you know yeah like they really got out there but um john batiste and his the, the moments that they have are some of my favorite moments whenever i watch clips i'm always like he's so fun yeah it's it's it just felt like a like a good album to win in a relatively like overall it's weird right because i feel like we're in this transitionary sp- uh, period yeah. with like even with the oscars and and now the grammys where it's like you yes you feel good and you like that some of these artists are getting the recognition that they deserve but it's also like it's dying now it's like it the relevancy is just completely dying uh we have like record low viewership on everything across the board basically yeah uh minus some stupid scandals or some crazy drama that has nothing to do with the actual show itself right like that's the only thing that drives these shows moving forward but at the same time i do think that there's like I don't know. There's like something to be said about like receiving some form of prestigious award. It's all like, you know, like self-congratulatory a little bit, but not really because it's like your peers, but that's okay. I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with celebrating achievements and art. It's, it's interesting because, um, the Grammys have been one of the more openly, we are giving this to the most popular one every yep. time and so yep. like i think that's like a buck of a trend because i mean this this album is not the highest selling album of the year Mm-mm. right like um it literally barely charted like it's 86 on the u.s top 100 was the highest it, it got to um which usually like you know like again not to bring back up macklemore but macklemore <laughs> i think the highest outsold uh to pimp a butterfly um right potentially at the time of the grammys i don't know if ultimately that's how it shook out but it was a huge hit and i think 
it was still the time where like the Grammys were just looking for who sold best. Right. Um, that's basically what they were doing. So I think it's cool that they went with John Batiste, um, because it didn't sell well. Like it didn't stream well. Like it, he's no, not, not really. super popular, but he's awesome. And hey, put him on your radar. Egotting is very much a possibility for him at this point. He has Grammys. He has Academy Awards for Soul. Um, right. I don't know if he. I, maybe there's. I don't know if there's an Emmy for like being kind of the the band leader of a late night show or something, but. Um, depending on how you consider, you know, what's, what's, uh, part of EGOTing and what's not like, um, and also it's like Tony, I feel like eventually Tony's in the bag for him. He's going to do something cool with music on Broadway at some point and he'll get a Tony. That would be cool. See, like, so like doing that, I think is like still fun. Like you, I think, I think that's still fun to like see someone like, do that circuit of like, oh man, this just like the multifacetedness of of someone's talent is super cool to yeah. me. Like, you know what I would want to see? I would want to see Soul on Broadway, but you take out all of the spirit stuff and you mm. just focus on this musician. You basically like you take out all the fantasticalness and sure. you fill in those moments with other things that are happening in life, so you know it's happening in the background. Like maybe it's a mixed media performance Uh, right so you still get some of that magic and soul stuff but then it's just you see this person who's this amazing musician finally realize what he cares about and do it because i love soul so much it's so good and the music is amazing the music is so good so So good good. man soul is so good ah gotta rewatch it um new artist unsurprising olivia rodrigo of course had to be had to be uh, record of the year, leave the door open. Unsurprising, had to be, had to be. Also, uh, I mean, I, I think, I think, um, they won a lot of awards, right? They like, won a lot uh, of them. They won a lot um, of awards. They won like, uh, like record of the year, song of the year, a bunch of things that seem like they're the same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tyler got uh, another rap Grammy, album of the year, a rap yeah. album. I think the only one that I would have even put as like a competitor was the off season, like. I don't think Donda or King's Disease 2 are on even a close tier to call me. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, uh, one thing fun, Bo Burnham got a Grammy yeah. for best song for something of visual media, which is the weirdest category to do. But here we are. He got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Because they, of course, were like, well, we have to give best comedy album to Louis C.K., so that still is terrible and it's just like y'all why why just out of all the the comedy that has happened in a whole year so many choices aren't louis ck so many there's so many there's like probably legitimately a million that you could have chosen from. so bad (laughs) like like, what are you doing? Like, this is going to fuel conservative conspiracy theories about things for the next five years. Because, boy, how do do they love when the elites give awards to people who are bad? Um, I mean, you could you could literally. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. You, you could you, you literally could have given it to like the next white guy on that list, right? Like Nate Bargatze, I think is fun. Like, dude, Nate Bargatze is hilarious. Yeah, he's great. And Give he's, it to him. And he's, uh, to at least to my knowledge, without scandal because he's just kind of a doofus. Yeah, he's he's a true himbo. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like I shouldn't say it. <laughs> It's nothing, nothing parts super negative. Okay. Up a, a, um, por- a portmanteau of the words him and bimbo. Yeah. Slang term for an attractive but vacuous man. Oh, I think he would like being called that because yeah. I feel like he struggles with his appearance. Um so also I would I would have to call out um that the <laughs> the the rock album um category is maybe the most dog shit group of <laughs> things that i've ever seen it's it's just like it is just wild like it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> dude I, rock, rock music is like in a weird state right yeah. because like it's so odd it's so weird because i think anyone that's like trying to implement any like rock elements into their albums are leaning more heavy like on the pop side or you're doing some weird experimental stuff now um but it doesn't like i don't know if there's like like a true like mega rock band today that's like not cringy (laughs) no yeah that it's it's just like yeah and it it, it, rock and that or that isn't 20 years old (laughs) Right, right, or like fifty years old, or right. ninety years old. Um, like every band say, on this list. <laughs> my most upsetting win, aside from Louis C.K., of this whole thing, is that 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 this this group of Grammy people have rewarded Jack Antonoff yet again, and you are enabling oh, him to continue. To make all of my favorite female avant pop singers sound the same. And I need everyone to stop letting him produce music for Lord, for yeah. um for Lana Del Rey. He just did just Billy's album, right? Billy no, no, that's no, 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 um and you know, like get him off of Taylor Swift, not really Abon Pop, obviously. Uh, like, but just like keep keep him away. Just stop telling him he's doing good. He he he's making oh, it all man. sound too similar, and he's removing the flair of my favorite artists. Please, Jack Antonoff. Please, please stop doing Lord's albums. I Solar Power has grown on me. It ha- uh, it's yeah yeah it you has have, you have brought that up yeah but. Come on, stop. Just knock it off. Not everything has to be a dream cult. Like, that's basically like what his sound <laughs> is lately. It's like dream cult. Yeah, yeah, just, it's so weird. Just stop. Please, I need you to stop. <laughs> I'm very upset about Jack Antonoff. Um, I do like most of it, what he has done, but I'm like, okay, we really need to stop giving him every pop star, pop starlet is like working with him for like a couple albums in a row. And I'm like, do they, he's too, he's too much. Him. I, I'm not, I'm not as plugged into like the producer scene. I should be, I should be. Um, but like, do we have like, 
like a Rick Rubin right now because when when I go and look at like really influential and like or considered really good producers in the past, like Rick Rubin, I feel is a really good one because he never veered too heavily on his opinion of what the artist he should he's working with the sound should be too much. Like it's like usually pretty accepting of what the concept and what the feel they're trying to deliver because he's done like right. uh like Jay-Z albums, he's done like uh just like a plethora of of different genres and different bands and like that some that have nothing to do with each other. I think that's actually how uh the Lincoln Park and Jay-Z uh mashup album came to be in like oh three or whatever because oh, he one produced of the, both of their Numb albums. Encore is one of the best bangers of all time. They literally stopped making there it was gonna be like a series of uh MTV mashups of different artists. And they're like, yeah, this is too good. We're just going to leave it here. Oh, they and that it. was honestly the 100% right move. <laughs> they were never going to be able to top it. No, never. no. That thing's front to back. It's like, oh, this is fucking perfect. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, oh, man, so weird, but so good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there, I don't feel like there's no, that because many like, right now. Like Jack Antonoff, purely pop. Yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah, do anything saying. but pop. Um. And like that's, I think the similar like I'm just kind of looking up all of the people nominated. It seems like they more or less stay in one lane, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Right, the right. The problem is like if you look at how many albums Jack Antonoff produced that are in in as part of like this Grammy season. Yeah. And then you look at all the rest, and I'm like, yeah, they're all doing like very consistent uh, things here. Like, um, like, and you know it's fine ultimately it's fine but i would just like to yeah i would love to see a rick rubin or someone who like really jumps around genres a lot more because i think that starts to cross-pollinate cool parts of those yes yes Um, and yeah i think right now like i think right now pop music is a little bit stuck um there's the 80s glam sound still yeah. persisting everywhere, but then there's like the other side is like acoustic pop, and that's like the two places we're in right now. Yeah. And are we gonna Are we gonna get back into uh, like pop groups soon? I feel like that's that's we're we're right around that that time where twenty like thirty next, years the next One Direction will pop up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they probably already exist, and we're Maybe so we're just far so away from it. We're yeah, so out of touch. We just yeah, might not know. We don't Very know many possible. children, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we don't. So I know the right amount of children, which is very few, because <laughs> I am not a parent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're not... Yeah, no, yeah, there aren't really, like, any parents in my yeah. direct circle. Uh, young parents. No. Not With yet. young children, um, specifically. Yeah, but I will say, uh, shouts out, Don Cheadle, you got your Grammy for Spoken Word album. Great work. Oh, he um, did it. Look at that. Uh, what else do we got that's just fun? Um, I will say, one thing that the Grammys did seem to do and to try to be more inclusive to get more people to watch, they added a lot of um, categories over the last couple of years that are more specific about... Uh, like hip hop and R and B that aren't just rap. Everything else goes into R and B. Like there's right. there's like melodic rap. There's um, 
they're trying to at least have more opportunity for you know the most popular music which is all of the genres of hip hop and rap um to be more respected within these things because there is a lot of variation so i like yeah. that that's kind of cool that there's so many more um opportunities for those like like the melodic rap performance like you know it's so many different artists are under that that were nominated and i feel like they would never have 10 years ago wouldn't exist on the grammys radar no no like uh actually none of them <laughs> really yeah. but yeah. like certainly not like uh like specifically i'm like a Lil Nas X or a doja cat never would have been even remotely considered maybe a j cole m- like maybe maybe a kanye maybe yeah. and then after that like no but so so that in that in that sense that's fair that's that's what i mean like i don't want to like dismiss like anyone's achievements if they're like oh man i got my grammy right even though like hey ricky riccardi we're not besmirching your achievements of winning for <laughs> album notes for the complete louis armstrong columbia and rca victor studio sessions because i bet those are probably pretty fucking awesome good but it's work, losing ricky. it's seriously losing its uh it's it's glamour a little bit it's losing its shine it's losing its sparkle yeah, no one cares about this. All they care about is what's the next song segment I can use for a TikTok. That's where we're at, folks. And that doesn't mean anything that's bad, but it does mean that, like, yeah, these kind of, um, what are these called? Institutions. We don't trust institutions anymore. No. Nope. So. Nope. I think, I, yeah. I hope, I think maybe, maybe someday some version that is a little more respected or the Grammys reinvents itself. Um, that gets people back on board, but I don't know. I don't have the answer for it right now. So <laughs> besides yeah. saying like, eh, this is kind of irrelevant now. It's not cool. Yeah. I, it's not, it's not cool. It isn't cool. We've already spent too much time on this. Not cool truly, thing. Truly. But uh, you know, um, we like music. We do. We see. We geeked out about pro- production and writing and stuff. Like it's, it's fun, man. It's a piece. It's like it's an art form that everyone, everyone can relate to or can like connect with to some degree. That's why I love it so much. Yeah, and homework for everybody. Um, you know, listen to, uh, listen to, um, uh, ACDC's <laughs> album that was nominated for best rock performance the the song is called shot in the dark um i'm not going to listen to it but let us know if that should be a grammy nominated rock no song i thought that was such a layup i thought you were laying it up to we now uh, finally we finally got around to making uh shareable playlists we have our curated playlist up on Spotify now. You can look. Oh yeah, up, and I will be uh, adding that ACDC song. 10 no, times. oh god. <laughs> bad timing. Bad Is that timing. What you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be ACDC's adding a picture one. of the album notes from Ricky Riccardi because <laughs> um, I do. I legitimately, I bet it's awesome because I do have some. Oh yeah. Like a collector kind of edition records of like studio sessions of famous jazz musicians and like it's like they write a book and they just shove it into the sleeve it's like really cool so i bet those are dope um 
I'm legitimately not trying to besmirch this person's work. I'm sure it was a huge amount of work to 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 do those. Um, okay, so what are our last topics, Danny? Because I shouldn't have just added a topic because, as always, this is going long. It's okay. You want to talk about the Stream Deck a little bit? All right, Stream Deck. Steam you brought deck? it up. Steam Deck, Stream Deck. Steam Deck, Steam Deck, um, Steam Deck, not Stream Deck, Steam Deck. Yeah, I already don't use my Nintendo Switch, so this isn't <laughs> for me, but everyone's like, yeah, it's like it's kind of like a computer, but you know, it's it's not. It's this. <laughs> yeah, this no, this is uh this is the PC snob that was just like refuses to get a Nintendo Switch because they think Nintendo games are for kids. Um which not untrue, not but wrong. also but also that doesn't that's not a knock on their games. They're very good games. Mario Odyssey is uh, one of the best games ever. Like, it's such a good game. So is, well, Breath of the Wild, I think, is overrated. But it's still a good game. Um, yeah. But no, I think that's that's who this is for, like, getting that out there. I think I've seen some people, like, playing Elden Ring on this. And it's like, I was going to say, like, this is a how? great... This is a great thing for all of those Elden Ring TikTok commenters to probably care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you act, did you beat Elden Ring level one? No weapons on a Steam Deck. Not a real gamer. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's a uh, it's a cool one. Like they they just started shipping some more. It's still a very expensive, so expensive. Get a console instead. Ah, this feels sacrilegious to say, but like. Get a console and st- this is so much money. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money. And also just get like a really small PC, like a super tiny little PC, yeah. little tiny screen. Put it on my Kindle stand and uh, I mean, play until you fall asleep, baby. 1280 by 800. People were giving the, the switch a hard time because it's 720 p.m. Like this is bare, this basically the same thing. Well, it's 80 more P. So, yeah, it's obviously better. 16 by 10 instead of 16 by 9. So you're right. But it's more, right. P, it's more, it's more P. But it's more P. Yeah, and you know what they say. You, you gotta, you gotta keep pushing P. The more P for me, the happier I will be. You should, yeah, drink water. If you drink water, you gotta pee more. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We've lost. We've completely derailed, Spencer. We have completely derailed. You know that my attention span can only go an hour, (laughs) and we're at an hour and two. It's all right. Listen, uh, go subscribe, follow, like the playlist. Yeah, I I think technically we have to add six more songs to make it the complete twenty. But it's going to be a weekly updating. It'll be uh, roughly songs thirty days rotating. So like maybe every week we'll do like five new songs and we'll rotate the five oldest ones out or something. But uh, I think we I think we have still pretty interesting taste. You know, there are some songs in here that have less than like ten thousand streams. Some artists you might not have heard of before. Some newer stuff, obviously, or some more popular stuff that we like. Like I have the Denzel, some Den, a Denzel Curry track, a Vince Staples track in here. Um, but you know, boom, boom, some some a little different. I promise you, if we're if you don't have at least have one song that you haven't heard before, and you also like, uh, I will I won't refund you anything, your time or anything, but. I, I bet you will. I bet you will find something. Yeah, and that's specifically not all you Elden Ring nerds. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> screw nerds. you guys. Get off of the Stop I'm making the fun Elden of Green Danny. Lord. He already he's the Lord. I'm the Lord 
of the stars. Something like that. We don't know. It's confusing and they need to explain it. And it but also, it was like barely an ending. It was just like, All right, the stars. Peace. And then it ended back. <laughs>